Hey, 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 this is the time of the week for the Q&A. This is Brittany Dixon. Thanks for joining. Hey there and welcome, podcast friend. My name is Brittany and I wanted to share a question that I had on Instagram. Are you following me? At Courageous Radiance, I would really enjoy the time to connect with you. And that's what happened in this situation. I was connecting with someone who actually prayed 31 days with me. And I'm so grateful for just our dialogue back and forth. And there have been other discussions. So I really wanted to share this um, just through praying. I was I really wanted to share this just in case this was broad enough, a broad stroke enough that this could really be encouraging to someone else. So if you have not caught up on the prior podcast, there was 31 days of Anchored Wives prayers, praying through Psalm 119. And this particular individual, let's call her Rebecca. So Rebecca prayed and went in at the beginning and left at the end feeling defeated. She went in, she went in feeling hopeful rather and then left feeling defeated because she's looking at the she's looking at her marriage and she's looking at her, the situation with her husband and she's like okay so when is there a change? Just imagine you're sick and you go to the doctor. You've been trying to do it on your own over the counter medicines, all of the things. OD and on vitamins and you finally, you know, go to the doctor, get prescribed some antibiotics, do all of the things and then you're still sick. You get to a place where it's like, "Well, what is actually happening? When is when am I going to feel better?" Or in this case, when is the marriage going to do this turnaround? I hear what you're saying, I'm praying the prayer. I'm reading what God says, so dot dot dot, right? So that's essentially what I wanted to share was what happens if this is you and and maybe maybe yours isn't pertaining particularly to marriage. What is that big question mark of God I'm waiting for? God, I'm I'm in this this long middle and you are not turning this over. God, where are you? And I, I, I encouraged her really in Genesis 16 with with Hagar and Hagar was uh, the the mother of of Ishmael, Abram Abraham's first son before Isaac. So she was the slave of Sarah, and Sarah had this wonderful idea. You know, we have so many of them. We are like fixers and doers and movers and shakers. We we women, right? And she had this great idea that you know what? Perhaps I'm gonna go ahead and solve God's God's problem. Here's Hagar, husband. And my child that God promised that he's taken too long for, it's going to come through Hagar. So do, do your thing. Th- this, is, this is my paraphrasing, but you can read it in Genesis 16. So she gets pregnant. Hagar gets pregnant. Sarah's barren. Got tired of waiting for God and created this, this whole other Ishmael plan. So then Hagar gets pregnant. And Hagar is like, okay, I'm pregnant and you're mad at me now. Why? Again, I'm ad-libbing. But I totally feel like I can understand what Sarah was like. Okay, I had this great plan. This this was supposed to work, but it's not working. 
or it actually did work but now I'm upset about it now I'm like frustrated husband because how dare you how dare you Hagar anyways enough harassment Hagar fled left from Sarah and she's 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 out on her own in the wilderness and it's just I I, I love the Bible because just God is just he just don't leave anything out but there there's this part where you know when when the angel finds her she's by the stream and she's in the wilderness like there's no streams in the wilderness right so that alone is just God's grace but fast forwarding she called God uh El El Roy and he's a God who sees because he met her and he provided for her and he gave her a promise of the son Ishmael and that there would be a great nation through him. Anyways, I say this to say this was our dialogue amongst other things in this conversation that, okay, you're looking at your marriage in this long middle or what feels like an unanswered prayer when you're just looking at the product of your husband. But don't miss the promise of God if you span out from there. And even if, you know, in our in our mere mortal self, there's not the capacity to do that. Rest in God. And and I know again, I it's it's like we want prescriptions, right? It's like, listen, I am like, give me a one, two, three step. Or I actually kind of feel like, and I and I don't know, friends, may, maybe you agree or disagree. But I'm the type of person where even if it's like, okay, God, like this is a 10-year plan, a five-year plan, you know what? I that's long, but but I'm I can do that. Like just let me know. Just kind of, you know, give me God, just share the blueprint with me. So then at least I know the end date, right? So I can at least be encouraged. But friends, that's not faith. So then the conversation that I, I really wanted to to share on here was in, in Hebrews 11. Friend, really, I, I encourage you greatly to read this. I actually posted about this because I want hands up if you're not driving. I, who wants the breakthrough? I do. I want the breakthrough. Give it to me, please, Lord. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's kind of what you'll hear and see on any level of social media. You know, just Lord is Lord of breakthroughs. Like, you know, just grab up, reach it, promise here it's coming. And great when we have the breakthroughs, but perhaps it's really about obedience, even without the breakthrough. Because in Hebrews 11, there's this whole list account of all these great saints that went ahead of us. And y'all, they didn't see the breakthrough. Like there was no, like Abraham never saw the, the fruition of the promise, right? I mean, Rahab would not have known that she was in the lineage of, of Jesus. I mean, Esther, I mean, Noah, there's all this, all these greats. And it, and it just, it, it, it mind boggles me. To think that we have dumbed down God enough on our mere level of however many, you know, max 120 years, biblically speaking, that, that we can live, that we want to box God. That just because it doesn't happen within the time span of my life or just because it doesn't happen within this decade. So that is both frustrating, but I pray it's encouraging so that the time limit isn't put on God to do something within the 31 days. Perhaps that was a time to sow a seed 
for what could possibly look like a rainforest if you come back in 200 years, right? I wonder what's going to be on the other side of your faithful obedience of planting the seed, praying for your husband for the 31 days and just standing with the Lord, just deciding to be anchored and lay down roots and just rest in the Lord. And the last scripture I just really wanted to share was in Isaiah 30. This is just kind of the wrong way to do things. And then and then here God gives this this um, great gift within the scripture to show the right way to do it. So, you know, with Israel, they were looking for help from 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 their enemy and they're turning to Egypt looking for the help, bypassing God like, oh, God, you know, ain't nobody got time for God. Let me go to Egypt. And God is is reprimanding them like and again, this is Isaiah 30. And he's like, listen, why did you not call upon me? Why did you not wait for me? Specifically, Isaiah 30 verse 15 says, for the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel has said, you will be delivered by returning and resting. Your strength will lie in quiet confidence, but you are not willing. And friend, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. And But you might be at this place at the end of your rope and there might it it might feel like your well is empty and you ain't got nothing else in the tank and you are dry dry but God is a God of that God is the God in the wilderness who had a stream flowing for Hagar and who saw her Elroy God is a God who was just waiting for, you know, his love, his mercy. If you scroll down to, to verse, um, flip over, read down further into verse 18. Therefore, the Lord is waiting to show you mercy. This is Isaiah 30. And is rising up to show you compassion for the Lord is a just God. All who wait patiently for him are happy. It didn't say all who wait and find the breakthrough, all who get what they're praying for. That's great. Like, I would love to be a cheerleader for all of that for you. But friend, I wonder if perhaps the breakthrough is in the faithful obedience, the planting of the seed. I mean, who knows what God may do with that? And even in the waiting, even in the not seeing, you know, again, Hebrews 11, God was still with them and their peace was sound. And one of the things that she said that did break my heart, and I actually had a whole other conversation with someone about this, was I don't have peace. And, you know, when am I, I just wish something, I just wish this this would work so that I can have peace. And I had to really encourage in John 14, 27, really down to 30. Um, but specifically in John 14, in four, John 14, 27, Jesus gives us his peace. I mean, he's preparing his disciples, knowing that they're about to be completely traumatized, that he's going to be killed and, and, and leave them. So he's preparing them and helping them anchor their peace, not in the situation that they were about to walk through. They didn't know what was going to happen, but Jesus knew. And Jesus prepared by helping them solidify and seal their peace in him. He's like, I am your peace. This, you're going to have trouble. John 16, 33. But Jesus is like, my peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. So even in after the 31 days and the toiling and the in the frustration, friend, I cannot imagine what you're going through. And and truly my heart breaks, breaks for for just the disappointments that we see and that we walk through. And everyone has something, right? That that looks like that, that's just empty and but in, but in that, perhaps the enemy 
wants to just wants to distort the situation to to be like see god doesn't love you god can't fix this person this marriage has no hope so you never will be happy you never will have joy you never all of the lies and then because our flesh is weak you know and and we get tired our our capacity so this is where it's so imperative for us to be studying god's word sitting at his feet getting our refill you know i sometimes am am baffled by my diligence to go to work take care of my kids meal plan cook spend time with my husband you know do laundry clean my house work out do all of the things but when did i spiritually reset and that's not something that is like okay well i did that after 31 days when just keep showing up keep keep coming stay there again we read in isaiah in 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 verse 15 just the rest that's where your strength is going to come from that's where your confidence is going to come from that you know you'll be able to say you know i don't even need to see the breakthrough i just know god is a god of breakthrough and if the breakthrough is your peace if the breakthrough is my anchor friend that is a wonderful breakthrough to have while you're waiting while you're toiling just rest just rest and he's a god who sees you and i really pray that that encourages you in whatever this valley this wilderness season looks like